Welcome to Sketch Magazine Podcast, hosted by Bill Nichols, Senior Editor of Sketch Magazine, John Wilson, Editor of Sketch Daily over at ComicRelated.com, and myself, Robert W. Hickey, Publisher of Sketch Magazine and Co-Founder of Blue Line. Come back after the music and find out what we have to offer in this episode. Hey, what's up, creators? This is John, and you have once again located the Sketch Magazine podcast. I am joined, as always, with sketch publisher Bob Hickey, sketch editor Bill Nichols, and tonight we're going to be talking about finding your audience. Now that you're established, how do you get people to come to the table? First off, as always, how you doing tonight, guys? Hey, John. We're doing great. Hey, John. Doing pretty good, bud. All right, so um, finding an audience. Uh, Bob, <laughs> you have a world established already with Clay's Way, and uh, you have somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 strips, which is pretty impressive. Uh, so how do you get people to come to you? How do you get people to the table? Um, that's sort of what we're trying to figure out right now. You know, we, we've been doing this for six months. We've got 55 strips finished. we got our first collection out. But how do we establish an audience? You know, it's a given that you try to do as many shows as possible. Um, you try to, you know, with, set up with the banners and the merchandise and everything. And, yeah, even at 50 strips in six months, we've already got merchandise. You know, we've got trading cards. We've got the comic collection. We've got mini prints. We've got buttons. And something that launched last week was an online store because if we, once we start bringing that audience, you know, we want them to be able to help support this free strip that they're reading by purchasing stuff on the online store. Um, but how to find that audience? That that's that's the kicker. That that's tough out there right now because there's hundreds and hundreds of online strip that people are just doing and giving away. And so you know, I know in the past. There's some places like Top Web Comics that you can list your site, but that really depends on people finding your site, clicking on it, and then you go up in ratings. Then as you go up in ratings, other people see you go up in ratings. So it helps in the long run, but it really doesn't help kickstart your site. So um, there's some other ones out there that I'm investigating now. And the more I find, I'll we'll discuss it in future podcasts and stuff, but um, the old-fashioned way of putting your stuff out there and trying to build an audience is this is a little different online. So um, one thing that we're going to kick off is uh, press releases. Try to get press, but there again, we're going up against hundreds of websites, hundreds of, of strips that are trying to reach the audience too. Who's to say that somebody would run our press release? Um, so I don't know. That's sort of... We're open this podcast to get some ideas from you guys. What do you guys think we should do? Well, uh, you know, let's break it down. You you ran through a lot of things right. real quick, so let's shorten it up. Um, Bill, you kind of live on Facebook these days. What what do you think of the social medias as a way for people to get themselves out there in the world? Well, I think it's um, these days even more so than – um, maybe in the past, part of the, the thing that you're putting out there is not just your property or your project or your strip, your comic. It's you as a creator. Um, some people are functionary as you know, maybe writers, pencilers, whatever, and they're just letting people know. So that is important because if you're following someone on uh, Facebook, DeviantArt, um, some of the message boards, then you might be interested in what they have um, out there, what they've produced, what they're working on. So that is important. And in turn, maybe they share that information. They hit the share button or they repost it somewhere and get more people in. And hopefully that continues on. Um in the old days, or older days, not even all that long ago, say, for example, ElfQuest. ElfQuest, when it came out, had 
a finite print run. But the number of times that that turned over, that people handed it to other people, that people shared it with other people, and this is before the internet was what, um, now 30 yep. years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, that carried a lot of, um, you know, it carried a lot of weight with other people, you know, and because people who read that were um, fascinated by it, intrigued by it, taken with it, whatever, loved it, and shared that with other people. Well, social media, I mean, there are so many, you know, projects and, and creators out there now that you, that, you know, readily have available. Maybe you get, might get lost in the shuffle, but if you really believe in somebody or believe in something, then maybe you see something that um, you can you, that you can catch hold of and and you know catch your interest. Um, sometimes there's um, maybe a, you know too much as far as maybe from I don't know one person or one studio or whatever where it's, it's sort of noise after a while, but. Um, people get a sense of you and you know part of that is based on you know their perception of you if they have respect for you then um, you know that might pull them in so they just want to see or they they, they know your past work and want to see what you're doing now so it, you know it sort of it still runs the gamut just like in the old days but now there are so many more outlets um, so many more sites out there but um, still, it's very important uh, because I think you have to get the word out, and hopefully the you know the word goes out, and you know it, you're trolling for readers and fans, and hopefully you 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 know you gain those people and then others in turn. Well, so. I think we strictly get our hits from our Facebook post. I, I don't think we're on anybody's reading list at the moment. You know, to stop in on Mondays and stop in on Fridays or stop in on Tuesdays and Saturdays, whatever, to make sure we're, we've updated. Um, I, I strictly see hits after we post, and I know, Bill, you've helped me post, um, let people know that the new strip is live. I think that's right now our audience is coming from that link, which, I mean, what did people do before then? You know, Facebook's only, what, a few years old. Right. Uh, Before that, it was sort of MySpace. My yeah. You know that. How was do you still... feel about Twitter? I mean, Twitter. I was real heavily on Twitter two years ago, year and a half ago, mm-hmm. but I hardly ever check it out now. Well, my Twitter feed goes into my DeviantArt, and it goes into my Facebook, and it, it posts onto uh, a couple of other sites. I, mean, I love that uh-huh. feature. That that you know, I guess it's a plug-in that where one thing can. Uh, do a multiple uh, post, right. and you use uh-huh. HelloText, yes. you know, and you know I love that. You know, as far as getting the word out, um, sometimes my my Twitter feed may not be could, because I may know that it's going to uh, say my DeviantArt or or you know it, I'm more conscious maybe of my Twitter feed because you know it always has a URL in there, so so maybe people click on it. Not always, but Sometimes I'm cognizant of that, and um, so that maybe it pulls in somebody. Just like with this, for example, the Ursula sketchbook that I, I'm doing, you know, for hopefully, I mean, I will be ready for uh, Wizard World Chicago, but it may be done sooner. But between DeviantArt, Facebook, Comics Mentor, and a couple other postings, you know, I've got some some neat sketches and I've got other, you know, people doing some, um, Neil Vokes, I think I've mentioned before, you know, Neil's only thing was that I ink it. Right. Wow. You know, twist, twist your arm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's cool. And Jim Craig, who's a Marvel and, uh, an old Marvel, uh, artist and stuff. Well, he's not that old. He's about my age, but, you know, he's, he's a veteran of comics, and, you know, he's he's willing to do something. He's a, a buddy of mine who I've really uh, gotten to know in the last year, and that's one of the things about 
the social media is that people are more readily accessible, uh, no matter what level they are, maybe, or however many layers of security, you know, firewalls they have. I don't know. Um, but you know, some people can, you can find a lot of people and you can ask questions and find out things that before you may have had to wait and then, but you know, by the mailbox to, to get back your portfolio review, let's say, or, um, your pitch, that kind of thing with, with, um, email and the internet and social media, a lot of things, things are a lot, go a lot faster, you know, actually producing the work may take the same amount of time, but, um, once that happens, getting the word out, like say for a Kickstarter program, or if you're trying to fund your, your project or whatever, uh, you can get the word out in a, a large, uh, venue and you know post it all over the place and then again people who believe in you or who follow you in turn believe in what you're doing and uh, repost it I mean that happens a lot I, I know we got a lot of that early on I don't I don't see it and may, maybe it does maybe it does still happen and but it's just not hitting my list you know so I think it's it's a short-term Getting people to repost and repost and repost to spread it out, um, or maybe we're just not jiving. I don't know. With people, maybe if you make an incentive of some type for people to. Well, I know incentives work. Um, I know people. Um, I know I've seen incentives work for donations. You want to see next week's strip? Make a mm -hmm. small donation. You'll see the pencils for next week's strip. Uh, you know, I've seen stuff like that before. So, right. Um, I don't know how you would uh, do it for. I think we just gotta find the right right way to offer it. You know. Um, right. And you have to be careful because sometimes that comes off as a gimmick. Yes, you can. You know, you you just have to weigh that and what you're trying to achieve. You know, I think that maybe because there are so many strips out there, uh, so many choices that sometimes things get lost in the shuffle. And that's really a, a shame that you don't have the time to do to look at everything that you might be interested in because there are a lot of cool things out there. And to me it's fun to you know, for Clay's way, you know, because I'm you know, I'm part of the process. However you know, small part but just like Chris Noeth and Maya, I'm a very small part of the process, but I love seeing a new page pop up because I got to see <laughs> it first. <laughs> You know, and that's cool to me. And, you know, I've established a relationship with Chris. Even though he's in Germany, I'm here in Kentucky. Uh, you know, we're friends. And we're, you know, I, and that expands my world. Not, I mean, not just literally, but uh, just the things that I do and the things I'm associated with, because I like that. And I like Clay's way. And I think it's, um, I, you know, I hope that people will check out Clay's way. So this is a hint for anyone who's listening. <laughs> if you haven't checked out Clay's Way, there's 50 of them. Go Sorry. read them. Yeah, losers. <laughs> but anyway, um, you skimmed over something real quick, Bob, uh, that probably deserves some explanation and uh, and maybe spark another idea. Uh, you were just talking about the store. Mm -hmm. First off, explain to people what a store, as far as it relies, as far as it deals with the internet is well, and uh, you know then we can go from there well what we've done is we've set up because Clay's Way of course isn't generating any revenue it's actually creating a debt um, every week you know we have Jackie involved we pay Jackie so she's getting paid and uh, we knew that from the beginning so it take a while to build up but in that process we knew at some point we got to create a revenue if we want to you know keep it going long term so we've created merchandise to take around the shows. Um, we've created nine sketch or trading cards, a dozen buttons, some mini prints that look beautiful, and we got our first collection together. Um, so instead of just not letting this stuff sit around, collect dust in between doing shows, we've created an online store. Well, here again, there's stores out there that you can pay $30 a month, or I think PayPal's got one, Google might have one. Um, 
you use eBay, uh, Amazon, which I, we're going to enter some of this merchandise onto our Amazon store. But to have your own private store, there's there's ones out there who can do 20 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month fees. Well, that's creating more debt. So we created a OS Commerce store, and you can look up OS Commerce store online. It's a free download store. It sets, you know, it's you can have it, set it up. It takes a little bit of programming, but it's not too hard. Um, and you can put all your merchandise in it. You can tweak the store to look like how you want it to look, and it doesn't cost you anything to run. PayPal will take people's credit cards, even if they don't have a PayPal account. They'll take your credit card, process it, charge a small fee, of course, just like everybody does, and they will be your what you call a gateway, They're your connection between the customer and you. And then they go into your, you have to have a PayPal account, but the customer doesn't have to have one. Um, so that's very cool that they offer that now. Um, before you had to set up gateways and it get all messy and everything. So we've launched, last week we launched the Clasway store because we had all this merchandise in-house ready to go. Um, and we're still tweaking. The day I added the uh, card collection in the frames that I made, I noticed that it wasn't online. And it's a great way to hopefully, as you build your readership, your readership comes in and they realize, you know what, I'm getting this entertainment for free. It's not costing me a dime. To go on the internet and read these strips. If you want to see it continue, you know, at some point in time, it's got to start making money. So they'll come in and purchase a trading card or a collection to share with somebody who maybe doesn't get on the internet or a mini print or however they want to support it. It's there. I still have the donation button on there. I'm probably going to yank it off. I never did like the donation button. But it was something just to put on there, and we, we had a couple people donate, and we appreciate that very much. Um, but this way, people can donate and get something for it, get a piece of merchandise. So um, that, that's sort of what the store is. It's I think we could do a whole podcast on OS Commerce. Um, I have to bring in my technical person to help me set it up. Um, so something, you, if you know somebody who's done it, or if you want to spend a lot of time playing around with it, which which most people can figure out, then you know it's worthwhile in the long run. Because when you add twenty to thirty bucks a month in a year, you're spending a couple hundred dollars. And you know I'm not guaranteed I'm going to make any sales yet. And by being part of Google or eBay, that doesn't help me make sales. Just being part of their their loop, it does make it easier to run. And the big guys like uh, PVP and, and a few of them out there, they use those because they're much easier to run. But for me, I'm, it's cost-saving right now. And, and the new OS Commerce, so much customizability that I can make my store look different from everybody else's. And it's got a back end of the store that you run, a dashboard, and it gives you all the information. So it, it's, they're nice. It's very nice. And it doesn't take a, a whole lot of learning. So that's sort of where the store is. It's an online store that shows that we have all of our merchandise on. Cool. And, Bill, let's play around with uh, the idea of merchandise for Clay's Way a little mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe give Bob some ideas. We already know what he has. Right. He's got buttons and cards and prints. What do you think some ideas for some cool Clay's Way you know, if money was no object, which you know money is always an object, <laughs> but if money were no object, what would what do you think would be some cool Clay'sway merchandise we could play with? Well, eventually, I mean, you could get into uh, was it PVC mm -hmm. figurines? You know, the little oh yeah, uh, those um, on up to larger type things, but uh, bookmarks, which um, I don't know for for a uh, Sparta Bay and stuff, and I'm probably going to do bookmarks of some kind. And, uh, you know, because uh, to be honest, I need a bookmark all the time, and I lose the one I have. Um, but I think figurines and, and action figures, hey, there you go. Yeah, or Ke actually, a few years ago, Kevin Smith put out these things mm -hmm. called in action yeah. figures. Mm -hmm. They're these little PVC pig figures. They don't bend. 
they don't do much of anything but stand around. You're talking about McFarland toys? Right. No, no, no. I'm well, teasing. he may he may have done the well. Yeah, no, McFarland toys been like eight thousand. But if you bend them too the often, other... they break. They break. Yeah, of course, because you know it's cheap labor. <laughs> but, um, but well, I believe I've even told you, uh, you know, doing putting uh, the lightning bolt mm-hmm. on things. If, you know, like, one thing uh, I want to do is shopping bag, like those cloth shopping bags, like retail, de- uh, ringtail dead. On one side, yeah. put an image exclusive for the bag. The other side, maybe put the exclamation point on it. Um, of course, website on everything. That's one thing we're talking about. And yeah, John, you brought up doing T-shirts with the exclamation point on it. Um, I think those are huh? scarf. a scarf. Yes, a scarf. Um, yeah. Plushies. Um, I've gotten a few people who have started buying up um, Thai, little Thai panda bears. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. make custom scarves for them. I'm sure it can't make much money off of it, but they look cool on a display, you know? Yeah. So there, there's some, some stuff like that that we've been working on. Maybe, um, oh, let me think. Maybe... Like um, animation or a motion comic or something of uh-huh. the strips. Um, they, you know, that may be Darren just go. figured out how to do a 3D comic. And, and he says he's right. found a place that we can get glasses to package with it. I know 3D is all the craziness right yeah. now. I'm not a big fan of it, but. Yeah, if you do too much of it, it's a headache. I can't right. see it. I, I, not that I'm fully colorblind, but I have trouble with shades. And sometimes I can see a, th- a 3D comic, and sometimes I can't. Just flat wow, it out. Wow, your colors, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not exactly. A, it's not bad. It has to do with shades. And and that's what yeah. th- the new modern 3D stuff plays heavily on shades. <laughs> and yeah. so it, it's like, yeah, it just messes with me. Yeah, funny, Bill. Well, since you're, you know, since you're also into education... Mm-hmm. You you could be thinking of stuff like uh, pencils, uh, book mm-hmm. covers, you know, like textbook right. covers or folders or you well, know. I, I tell you something. I like to get any this, of those um, education iPhone things. covers. Those adhesive covers that oh, go on yeah. the back. I got one up in New York for Avengers. I broke my iPhone, so I go get a new one. Mm-hmm. And when I went to pull that cover off of it, of course, it just shredded. So, but it really, you know, protected the back of the phone real nice. So uh, I'm like, dang, I like to either find blanks of this where I can run them through my um, HP printer at at the shop or something. There's got to be somebody out there who's made blanks that you can self-print your own or something, you know. But um, I I think I'm definitely with you. With I like the shopping bags, I like the T-shirts, I like the scarves, um, because. I like to say, ooh, we found an audience. We have not. <laughs> we really don't know. I think our audience is all adults. It's not kids. Um, and we're still trying to find that audience. We're, we're still beating on the doors. And, you know, I, I really didn't stress about it much the first, well, until recently. Because I feel like we needed to get a look, a feel, and a history. Ten strips is not a history. Um, a 20 strips, I don't think, is a history. A 20 strips, so we're starting to get everybody looking the same, you know? Um, right. Now we're 55 strips, 56, 57 strips. Um, so now I feel like we have a little bit of history. We're not the PVPs or, Sh- or Sheldon's or Evil Inc., not those guys yet. But we've been at it six months, six months straight, and we're getting some history in, into it. We're getting the characters looking the same the coloring's starting to come around so it's like okay now we got to go find that audience so you know i challenge our listeners if you have concepts post them on the boards email them to us so we can research them and then we'll get back on here and share them you know um well you know i just thought of uh-huh. one uh, myself uh if you look at the website yes which the website is great but it's it's kind of an adult yeah. website. It's got a lot of information, you know, that kids wouldn't you want. Adult, you don't mean Maybe. sexual adult. You mean adult no, reader. No, 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 right, no. no. I mean, now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no. 
Nothing about Clay's no. way is sexual. People get that out of your mind right now. No, I mean mature. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> I know that's sort of a tricky way to say things. Yeah, but... I know. Okay, non-child yes. reader. Um, so, you know, maybe having a kid's section on there with games to play or things I to I think color. we're going to add a coloring page. Maybe even well, coloring books. There, there's eventually. some really cool little programs out there that will create crosswords and word finds that you yeah. can, you know, plug in the words. It creates it for you, and then you can post PDFs of them. Because these kids are into that kind of stuff. And it's stuff that we can yes, print, sir. too. I did add, and my whole thing is, and I think eventually this will catch on, is I love the strip, I love the characters. But to me, it's got a, it is geared towards the adult more. Because of the resource information. There is no parents out there that I have found. Because I did a convention last weekend for dyslexia kids. And it was teachers. And they were blown away that my wife and I had this site. There's nobody out there building resources for anybody. So I did add a resource links, um, educational resources for kids. And I plan on really building that up. For, you know, edu like, I think I got a whole bunch of math resources, website. So I post right. them. Today, Clay came in with his uh, newsletter from his teacher, and there's a resource called spilling, spillingsomething.com. I have it written down here somewhere. I'm going to add it to the list for spilling. And I've sort of put the word out to teachers. I need websites. I need resources. And we've got teachers sending people and taking our trading cards and business cards, handing them out. So uh, it's going to grow. I think different areas going to grow. Well, I think eventually you'll need like a, you know, a front page or something, some sort of gatekeeping thing that says, "I'm a kid, click here. I'm an adult, click here." You know, and kids get to play with the fun stuff. Adults get the the more informative well, stuff. So you do. You know, you get both. I've been that. making these larger art um, squares off to the right real easy to see mm -hmm. the store the resources and the community we would yeah. probably make right underneath or above store you know kids kids um, materials or something like that you know and have clay sitting there coloring and put that real big over there and then it would click to a whole page of um, PDFs and stuff that they could download easily yeah um, so yeah, I mean that's that's something real cool. That's more work. Thanks, John. <laughs> hey, no problem. Anything to make your life more complicated. Um, let's see. What else can we think of uh, for building an audience? We've talked about conventions. That's kind of a given. Um, we've talked about having to really be specific about when you go a little afield. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like conventions that aren't technically uh, web comic conventions or comic conventions. Uh, what else? What else can we think of that might that might help you or someone else build build an audience for that matter? I think you need to research your subject matter. If you're, you know, I'm I'm doing it about um, learning disability, so there's not a whole lot of, and and that's not really what the strip's about. There's a little bit of that in there, but you know. Um, the site is really what the site's about. So it's not like I can go to a bookstore and look through magazines about learning disabilities and get names of editors and stuff and try to get press. It's just not out there. The one time we've got press was a Totally ADD, which is a on online newsletter built by um, adults who have ADD and... They have a mailing list of about 3,000 people. They send that out to each month. We did a strip about one of their owners, the creator, and the day that strip hit, our, our um, hits went through the roof. I mean, flat up through the roof. Did we keep them? No, we did not. Maybe a, a very small percentage, but that's what happens. The exposure gets you little bits of readers, and you just got to keep the exposure going. So... Um, if you're doing a comic strip on Westerns, go out and look at every magazine, every anything online or in print that you can about Westerns and send them information about your site. Um, and I did I did a convention last weekend about um, for dyslexia. Over 200 teachers 
um, was there. I got to talk to most of them, hand out cards to them. They were totally shocked that anything like this was out there. Um, I don't know if I'll do a regional convention because, truthfully, I had four sessions of 15 minutes to talk to people, and that was it all day. So a time factor is like it's not really worth it time-wise. But maybe a national convention I would look into where I get to spend more time talking to people about it and getting resources. So we'll see. So you got to look at, you know, can you set up, if you do a, uh, a strip about steampunk, you need to be going to steampunk conventions and meetings and get a hold of clubs and websites and stuff. Definitely. We picked a really hard subject to try to launch a strip. If we wanted a real successful quick strip, we would have just done a strip about video games or something. You know? <laughs> um, there's tons of those out there. Uh, it's not what we wanted. So, yeah. Bill, Bill, what do you think about attacking the press? Not attacking <laughs> the press, but uh, what do you think about getting in with the press, either the comics press or the not comics press, the the uh, software, the comics getting press, PR. Two words. Yeah, getting PR or from mm-hmm. even standard press, like you know your local newspaper or something like that. Right. Um, well, I think that's important that you send out. Um, news releases, although some look at those things as you're not sending out a news release, you're, it's really an advertisement. Some some do. So they're really picky about what they put out there. Um, but if you have you know, art, um, things that sort of fill the space and, and are sort of eye candy, mm-hmm. that sort of gives them a... Uh, uh, something to put on there, you know, it's, it's, instead of just being words, then it becomes, you know, words and pictures and, um, you know, that is important. Again, it's important to know not just your audience or your subject matter, but also those things too, your outlets, your, uh, public relations outlets, whether it is, um, internet wide or local. Um, you know, we have a local paper here and, when I do the, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I will contribute to the sketch card cancer, for cancer event, and I'll send that to one of the reporters in the the, the uh, what they call the what is it the feature magazine that comes out every week. Um, they have local people feature local things going on. And last year, you know, I, I wrote up a press release. I well, I'm just going to make a template for other people to use if they, if they want to do it to their own local because that all that did was not just hype them but it also hyped the event right. and you know brought people to the you know to the event um, and it it was a benefit to some people who uh, maybe they know that there was a local artist but here's a local artist who is uh, contributing a sketch card for a cancer event and ooh look at that cancer event look at all the other things you know, that kind of thing. So that, you know, it, it is important to know not only, not just print media, sometimes radio media, sometimes TV media, uh, know all your possibilities or just look and, you know, brainstorm because maybe there's a local show that, or a local station that does human interest things that needs positive uh, human stories or actions or projects or whatever to sort of balance all the all the ghastly things they lead off the news with right I, you know to be honest I don't I don't like to watch the news just for that but if there was something else that balanced it it would make that pill uh, go down a little bit easier maybe but uh, again that's brainstorming and that's that's knowing what what's out there and what you can do and Word of mouth is a big thing, um, whether it is through people who know you or who have grown up with you. Um, you know, those people are important, too, because I have people who follow me that I went to school with in high school and earlier in college. People who knew me when I had the, you know, the cliffhangers, the comic store with John, um, my late partner, John. And, you know, I bring all those people with right. me. 
you know, that could, because they're interested in, in me or what I'm doing. Um, maybe not passionately, but the fact is that, you know, they know somebody who's doing this and maybe they are doing something, uh, maybe raising horses or, uh, something interesting, candle making. I don't know. You know, maybe they bring something that I didn't think about, but maybe, you know, I get a little interested in, or at least hearing about their lives because I, and I in turn invest in other people's lives, that kind of thing, wanting to know about other people, not just being self-centered, but being, you know, more out there. I'm, I'm trying to be better at it. Let's say that. So. Well, I know you've put stuff out about Clay's way, who then mm-hmm. people went to school with you, have contacted you and me about right. they got kids or grandkids. Yeah, Bill, you're that old. Um, <laughs> who, oh, yeah. who has... Uh, dyslexia or ADHD or something like that, you know, so I think one of the things building your audience, you know, where we were is you get your friends and family involved and in helping, if, especially if they're in a, internet savvy or, you know, or they go to conventions with you or whatever, you try to get as many people involved in it to get the word out. Um, <laughs> I just get what we're talking here. Um, I checked Facebook. And uh, my mom <laughs> made a post on Facebook as she liked the strip. So, you know, I got to go, nice. thanks, mom, you know. <laughs> thanks, mom. Well, I'll get texts from people. They won't post it on there. <laughs> They'll just laugh, you know. It says, you guys cracked me up. So, but it's just all PR. It's getting the word out. No, I didn't ask mom to make that post either. She's a Farmville nut. And she spends a lot of time on Farmville. But I'm one of the few friends that she has on Facebook. So every time I make a post, it pops up for her. So she made a comment. So, But, yeah, it, it, it's just getting the word out and getting friends to help. I, this podcast, guys, I'll post that it's out there. Bill will post. John will post. And we all hit some of the same people, but a lot of different people in the word. And this podcast has grown over 10,000 downloads. It's growing every week. People are still downloading the first ones. So it's a success. It's rolling. I mean, we've done this, what, 39 weeks in a row now? Yeah. So um, that's we've, we've sort of marketed ourselves. We found an audience for this. And... Hopefully this continues to grow. Um, right. So, and I think you can't be afraid to, you know, maybe go a little far afield. Sometimes, like maybe considering setting up at a gallery. Oh yeah. At some gallery opening, or you know, if there happens to be a gallery opening that is kind of comic-ish, in its. It don't even have to be, John. Um, and the reason I say that is that. This last weekend, again, going back to sitting up at a teacher's conference. How many times have you mm-hmm. gone to a teacher's conference and saw a comic book guy? Okay. Never. Did you not think I stood out? And yeah, people, true. because the product looked well, I had my banners up and everything. I had products sitting out. Mm-hmm. They asked, what are you doing here? Well, guess what? They got a card in their hand when they left, you know? Um, it opened nice. up for them to go, What's this about? You know, they want to know why you're here. And then when you talk to one, five will come in because they might not want to approach you directly. But once you get talking, you know, four or five will roll in. You hand out them cards. If you stand, it's not a bad thing to stand out. Um, so, yeah, it, it's go, you know, street fairs, what, wherever the public is, if, if your strip or your comic will reach a mass audience then, you know, get out there in front of that audience. And, and it's not a bad thing not to stand out. I mean, I did C2E2. We That's sort of why we launched a lot of the merchandise. It's been about a mm-hmm. month, I guess, in C2E2. And we did, about. you know, we did well for our first public appearance, our first setup. Um, we had some great-looking merchandise. Um, talked to tons and tons of people about it, handing out a lot of cards. So it, it, you know, 
that's what you got to do to build an audience is this constantly outreach and it, it sort of sucks and, and here's the reason I say it sort of sucks is because I'm right at this point where you know Clay's Ways twice a week I spend a lot more time than it shows on it for writing for you know everything marketing unfortunately is one of the last things I get to and usually I don't I'll be honest and that's the worst thing you can do is not market your strip. And because it's one of my last things, I'm sitting here with a strip that's six months old, 50 strips. I, I believe it's looking good. It has merchandise. It has online stores. It has resources for people. And our readership is very low for what I think it should be. So now marketing's got to move up to be the second important thing. First is getting the new strips out. It's got to stay fresh. Yeah, I agree with you, John. The site needs some retweaking. It needs some kids stuff added. Mm -hmm. But let's get real. Kids aren't reading the strips online unless they're at Cartoon Network. You know what I mean? It's usually adults. Not saying they won't well, come. True. So we will post yeah. you know, some coloring pages, some word searches. We'll find out whatever we can to add stuff to the site for them to download and play with and create. Plus, it creates us more merchandise that we can package in the packages and sell. But it's going to be adults, so we've got to really get out there and market and, and build that audience it's, and see what happens. Well, I think it's a matter of yet, too. You know, kids aren't reading it exactly. yet, but that's not to say that, you know, they won't either get turned on by their parents or they will, you know, if they see you at some kid-specific mm -hmm. function – um, you know, or if you show up at their school or, you know, whatever. Uh, however, it plays out that, you know, it could very easily get a large kid oh, following. I agree. It could. And one of the things we're, we're, we're working on is a Kickstarter program where we print up 5,000 comics. And it's going to be an exclusive story um, just for this comic. and the, But the back of this comic will be filled with resources. And we're looking to get enough money from Kickstarter not only to produce it but pay for the printing so we don't have to sell this book. We can go into schools, libraries, and places and give it away. Give it away to the kids for the reading, but also parents and teachers can use the resources and back and hopefully realize they can come to this, and we'll have it in there, come to the site to get even more updated resources. So that takes a whole other set of things that we're putting together you know is to put together a kickstarter program run it hopefully it's successful you get the funds you need to launch the comic and but the comic there again will hopefully bring in more weekly readers so trying all different avenues with it but it's important to build an audience. It can be frustrating to, to put a strip out there and get five readers. And know that we're getting more than five readers. Still, it, it, it can be very frustrating when you don't think it's grown as much as it should grow. Well, you know this, but for the benefit of our audience, uh, you just got to stick with it. You can't let yourself get discouraged. You I, have to just keep I plugging along. I keep saying 50 streaks. 50, uh, I keep saying 50 strips in six months. Really, that's nothing in this kind of market. In this, in this online thing, you know, there's people mm -hmm. who has hundreds and hundreds of strips, if not thousands, and they've done it years and years and years to build that audience. Wow. So right. what, uh, what we are, we're still newbies, but we now have some history behind us that I think we're at that point where we've got to start doing the press releases. We've got to start outreaching because we have enough materials at our site that they can spend some time and enjoy. So um, I feel like we're at that point. I so, think you're right. Um, I don't know if we asked answered a lot of questions on fighting your audience. I know we've asked a lot of questions about fighting our audience so you know anybody out there listening if you got ideas please share them with us put them on the boards or email them to us and get them to us and i love to research it that's my priority over the next six months is now is to build that audience up find our niche find our readers 
So, um, you guys feel like we did a fair shake of it? I think All so. Right. Yep. Um, John, you want to update us on the Sketch Magazine boards at ComicRelated.com? I can do that on the uh, on the mm-hmm. blog this week. Um, there is a tutorial on inking with dip pens. Um, I know we're all fans or have been fans of the dip pen. Um, for people who don't know what that is, uh, go check out the go check out the video. Uh, you know. Not everyone inks with a computer or with those cartridge pins. Uh, some people use zip pens, so go check that out. Also, another one on inking a mostly black character. By that, I mean a character whose uh, costuming and uh, other aspects are predominantly black. So go check that one out. That's a really good one. Um Yet another inking one, it seems to be my week for inking, of an artist inking his webcomic. In this case, he's inking it digitally, um, using only his tablet PC. He's not using a uh, Wicom tablet or anything. He's using an actual, well, I'm not quite sure what he's <laughs> using. I think it's a Cintiq. But regardless, he's uh, he's inking without without all the other accoutrement that a lot of people get into. So check that out. Um, two more. Uh, one being spotting blacks. Uh, for people who don't know the terminology, spotting blacks is filling in those large areas of black in your art. And uh, there's a very good tutorial on that. And then this last one was actually by request. Uh, one of our listeners asked about drawing trees. So um, here we go. Uh, one on how to draw trees. So uh, I do believe that catches awesome. us up. So Bill, what's been going on over at the uh, Sketch Community and at Comics Mentor? Uh, Comics Mentor continuing to uh, encourage people, take their questions, uh, talk back and forth with different people. And uh, you know, just let people know that I'm there, and if they need a portfolio reviewed or you know just something to look at, because I get you know requests all the time to hey check this out, something's wrong, but I can't. I, I had a couple of them this last week where you know sometimes you're so close to something, a piece of artwork or whatever, you can't really see what you need to you know where it's going wrong if it is. So I've done. You know, a couple of those this week, but um, that, you know, I'm always there. That's part of the whole thing about being a comics mentor is mentoring right. people. And on the board, uh, you know, we still get more new, you know, people that are either lurkers who have been there a while, um, starting to post more. Um, people showing off their art. Uh, one of the guys that's that I've been working with or uh, furnished him a script with uh, Hoyt. Uh, he goes by the Hoyt. Uh, shout out to Hoyt. Um, he has shown his portfolio, and like I said with Fred Lang earlier, it is instructional and educational to people to see the process, not just how maybe how an illustration is done, but maybe the process of going from a sample script to the sample pencils. Um, so that's going on. Uh, like I said it's the Hoyt. I think it's Hoyt Miller. Um, but there are several. That's under the sh- I think the uh, artist showcase. But there's all kinds of uh, you know uh, topic threads to, to look at. Chicago Comic Con. You know all these other Comic Cons. People are going. It's a good place to find out who's going where. Who maybe who you can see. If you go to one of these conventions, you know, other creators that um, you pal around with online, you know, it's a good place to check out. And, of course, the Sketch Magazine podcast topic yes. thread. Uh, it's always important. It's always good for people to go and um, they can sound off on the podcast. You can say that we do a good job and we appreciate that. But if you have a question, ask it. You know, we, we like to answer, you know, answer stuff. And it gets stuff to talk about. Um, 
so that's a good place just for that and all the projects that we have going on usually the things that we mentioned just like my you know my sparta bay thing clay's way uh, there are links and and different things and that's a good place to catch up with other people who are doing things not just talking about doing things but doing things and that's important so there you go cool um as you guys know i'm sort of rebuilding the sketch magazine site I've sort of been playing around with it a little bit. And one thing that's come up that I'm thinking about doing, I'm going to run this by you guys, and I'm going to do it live here. I'm thinking about running a live chat. The problem is we'll have to get some moderators involved. But it would be a chat that just scrolls. People jump in. You can ask questions. You can, you know, you type it, and it scrolls off. I've been involved in a couple Mm -hmm. currency ones here recently. And... They move fast if they have enough people. Um, the cool thing is you can jump in and ask a question, and if there's somebody right there who has an answer, boom, you get it. Um, somebody who can send you someplace right there, you, you'll find it. You're not waiting. Um, what do you guys think about something like that, like an artist chat, a live artist chat for Sketch? Well, I think it's a great okay. idea. Yeah. Good. So. Yeah, John and I both used to be in a – comics and stuff mm-hmm. chat room years ago so there yep. are several comics people okay. on there well let's um i'll include it on the new site and then we'll just we're, we're gonna have more mods than three of us and we'll probably do us <laughs> i hate to time it because well, the united states is on three different time zones you know but we may have to have an open and closed time for it depending on because unfortunately ones that i've been involved in recently they'll get off from religion or they get off on uh, politics, and those are two subjects you do not want to openly discuss. And even though they're taboo, people will still jump in there and talk about it. And you gotta have a mod step yeah. in and go, "Hey, so and so, we'll drop that. This is about comic art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we'll have to have a few mods. So I, we might want to be thinking about bringing in some mods. So, okay, there's something I will start looking at the software for and see if we can incorporate it into the new site. Okay? Cool. Sounds good. Um, John, how can I reach you? Uh, three email addresses. I'll start with John at. You can reach me at john at sketchmagazine.net, comicrelated.com, and if you need help with marketing, you can reach me at john at sequentialsupport.com. Bill, how can they reach you, bud? Well, they can find me on the Comic Related podcast, or the uh, podcast. Well, they can find you on the podcast, that's true. Yes, the the, the board, um, I still get private messages or PMs from, like, Fred, if he has a question, uh, Fred Lang. Shout out, Fred! <laughs> at least for shout outs. And uh, they can write me directly at, at uh, comic uh, at comicsmentor at gmail.com. There you go. All these comic starting uh, addresses and stuff. But. You can reach me at bobhblueline.com or you can reach all three of us at podcast at sketchmagazine.net. And that address will go out to all three of us. If you got stuff to add to this podcast, please, please send it. Um, I would appreciate the information, and we can check it out and include it on the next one. So, uh, guys, I appreciate it. It's been a good one. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Talk Thank to you, you later, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>